Hello, everybody, and welcome to True Potential Do More With Your Money, podcast number 157. I'm joined today uh, by Neil Rayner, uh, Kevin Kidney, and Hayley Mack to talk about how to do more with your ISA. Uh, very pertinent at the time that we should be talking about this as we run towards tax year end. There's quite a lot happening. Uh, we're going to get on and talk hints and tips. But first of all, let's have a little quick chat round and think about what we're going to do as we're running towards the budget on the 15th of March, Neil, um, but also then looking towards the tax year end. Mm. Um, well, from the central advice team point of view and our central clients, we'll, we'll be doing a lot of interacting with our clients direct. Um, we send them out reminders um, to fill up their tax and ISA allowances for the year, be it into an ISA. Um, or into anything else, uh, but generally contacting our clients. We do have a lot of interaction. Uh, we were just talking about before how the lines have started getting busy for people who want to um, talk about tax year end and do some planning beforehand. Okay, well, we'll come back to that in a minute if we may, because that's going to be a really pertinent subject. I'll come to you in a minute, Kevin, if I may, because as ever, we want to talk a little bit about what's going on in the investment markets at the moment. Mm -hmm. But Haley, Neil's alluded to the fact, um, Haley runs a lot of our customer service teams. You're very busy at the minute, and we're not really into the glide path to tax year end fully yet. So, do you want to talk no, us through a little bit about what's? Yeah, I mean, happening? it's it's just I think a generally busy time. I mean, everyone's starting to get the wheels in motion for for doing these things, and like Neil says, we are signing out reminders to clients now, so it is starting to to build up with with questions and just a little bit of kind of conversation as to what it is and what's best to do over the next couple of weeks. Okay. We'll come back to that as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, as ever, Kevin, I'm going to hand to you, if I may now, just give us a brief synopsis of, it's interesting what's gone on in the markets in the last uh, couple of weeks. They certainly seem a little bit more benign than they, I mean, we had a bit of volatility the week before last, but they seem a little bit more benign than they have been recently. But do you see any stresses coming on the horizon and, and what, where should clients be looking to, to uh, well, utilise I th investments? I think the, the worry over the last couple of weeks is again inflation. Mm. So got very firm inflation numbers out of Europe. Uh, we had a slightly stronger inflation print at the um, middle of uh, middle of February for the US. So those those price pressures haven't gone away. I think the issue for the UK, and you mentioned the budget, Steve, is that this idea of headrooms for the government, will they use that headroom to spend more? So self-assessment tax receipts came in stronger than, than was expected in January and some of the Office for Budget Responsibility forecasts that were made just after Liz Truss left office were very, very pessimistic on UK growth with a slightly better growth outlook, slightly better inflation outlook and slightly higher tax receipts. Will the government perhaps, looking ahead to a 2024 election, maybe spend a little bit more and mm. try and buy some favour? And that's probably what's worrying some parts of the market, like the UK bond market, which doesn't like the idea of, of fiscal stimulus. Unfortunately, the bond market likes the idea of Scottish prudence. <laughs> so that's what we've got to focus on in the investment team uh, into, it's two weeks today, the budget. So to see if the Chancellor um, will make use of that headroom. That's really interesting, actually, because um, as ever at this time, there's always a debate around what he's going to do with allowances. Um, We've got two allowances, two, two types I think we should briefly hit on today. There's capital allowances and also you know, income taxes. Um, the main one for us in this podcast, everybody, is, is pension allowances. Again, there is rumours certainly around what he's going to do around the lifetime allowance. 
course, certainly the annual allowance as well, because I think you'll all recall that when they were negotiating with the medics, they were talking about how they could change some element of the annual allowance on pensions to make it more beneficial for some medics who had retired to come back to work. That seems slightly um, at odds with, with what I'm thinking, that if they're going to do it for medics, they should do it for everybody. They shouldn't just change it. And I think, all being well, they would do that if they were going to change it. But yeah. I know we're talking about ISIS today, but quickly to talk briefly about the budget, Neil. Do you think, where do you think he's got room to change some of the pension allowances? Um, I mean, the pension allowance at the moment is 100% of your salary earnings um, or £40,000 as a max, whatever is the lowest. That's the that's the contributions you can make. You you can benefit from obviously rollover if you if you haven't previously contributed to your pension before or the full allowance. Um, I think there is obviously a um, a pension is great for tax relief depending on what tax you pay. If you're a, a, a basic, a higher, or an additional rate, you get that additional tax. Most people do unless you earn a lot of money and then you can get the tapered allowance reduced. Um, but I think there's more headroom for you know it. <laughs> I think probably in a younger generation it's going to affect people more because previously people who have had final salary or defined benefit pensions who have benefited from them gold-plated pensions have really good established pension pots. I think it's very difficult for um, a lot of young people not to save into a pension because you have auto-enrolment mm -hmm. uh, now where you are not forced into but you know automatically enrolled in. Um, and I think the tax relief is really important to, to encourage people to grow. So if the government are going to do anything, it would be really good if they could um, maybe introduce some more tax efficiency into the pension contributions or maybe raise the allowance. Okay, well, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, already, everybody, we're, we're getting to this kind of uh, down the journey of certainly investment markets are very complex and they take a lot of navigation. So you should go with a solution that helps you find your goals, etc. Pension allowances, yeah, it's a minefield again. You should consult your advisor. Um, you can always ring Haley's team and, and chat them through, but certainly when it comes to giving advice, we will pass on to our advice team and move forward. I think, I think as well, Steve, just to, to touch on the pension contributions, you mentioned it before, which is a really good point. The lifetime allowance is set now at just over a million pounds, a million and 73. So, you know, that's in the grand scheme of things when you do have people who have built up pension allowances. Well, I think a lot of people are going to bridge that lifetime allowance or breach that, I should say. Um, and that will create, obviously, additional revenue for the government with the, with the charges to go over. But it, it's something which is which is due for review, I think, and has remained pretty static for a long time. Again, another good point. I mean, a million pounds sounds like an awful lot of money to a lot of people, yeah. um, me included. But if you actually use that to provide an income, uh, and look at the yield you might get on it, you're probably talking around about £50,000 a year from a, from a million pounds pot. You might get slightly higher at the, at the minute with, with where we're at with yields and, and, and rates, etc. Uh, but, you know, you, you do need to start saving for your pension is what, uh, is what we're saying loud yeah. and strong here. Yeah. Um, Haley, you're busy people. Are they, now, when people ring up, are they sort of asking for advice or are they generally just looking to navigate their way through our systems and our client sites? Yeah, so nine times out of ten, it, it is just navigating the system. Right. So we've got an app which is available on Android and Apple, which is really user-friendly, um, really kind of available and, and it makes it a lot easier for clients to be able to go through without having to necessarily take advice. When we always speak to clients, we kind of give them both options, first of all, just to kind of get a 
an overview of what it is that they want and whether it's kind of a red flag that shows up to us and we say no we don't think you should go through it alone and we'll pass that over to the ICE team but it's really accessible for clients so they can do it on their mobile their tablets laptops computers whatever it might be um, and it's just it's a quite a straightforward login process and then the team can just talk them through every single thing we've got the options to co browse so if people are using their their apps and and their online client site we can actually see yeah. visibly see what they're actually they're looking at which makes life a little bit easier for us because if you're trying to tell someone who's never used the app before to click on the button in the top left hand side mm -hmm. it, it just doesn't work but because we can actually physically see what they're looking at it just makes the process a lot more streamlined so hints and tips then for me there's, there's two sort of <coughs> two angles there's hints and tips that you could give to our clients that will make sure that they don't have to call in so mm. they'll save a bit of time yeah. but then as you've said using the co-browse option etc or the live chat mm -hmm. or whatever any hints and tips that people could sort of listen to you and, and get which would stop them having to call in might just help them without you know a time saving hit yeah, I mean, the first thing is just to actually have a look at the policy that you're having a look at, to look at the investment that you want to see. Um, everything is in, in front of you, but I understand if you've never used it before, it might be a little bit confusing. But just have a little bit of a play around on the site before necessarily ringing us or, or getting onto the live chat. And if it is just a quick thing, the live chat button follows you through the whole site. So it, you don't actually need to kind of come off the phone to give us a call. And the live chat's a really nice feature because there's like a video feed as well. So you can actually see the agent that you're speaking to yeah. on your phone. And that button, like I say, it follows you the whole way through yeah. the site. So even if you click onto another page, it's not going to lose it and you're not going to yeah. lose connection and, mm -hmm. and things like that. So it is quite, quite streamlined. But I think for me, just actually have a little look around and have a little bit of a play with it. We, we offer demonstrations to clients as well when they initially sign up. Take those demonstrations at the start and then it's going to make your life a little bit I easier think, going forward. I think it's important as well that if the clients are just using the technology and they want to log on, yeah. if, they're, if they're looking to fill up allowances such as the RICER allowance, um, basically the app tells them what their remaining yeah. extra allowance is okay. yeah. um, and that comes straight from their debit card so mm -hmm. you know if they've contributed £9,000 in the current tax year and they want to fill up it'll say that your your um, available ISA allowance is 11000 for the year mm -hmm. and then it'll allow them to, to top up or if they don't want to top up with eleven, it'll allow them to top up a, a smaller amount yeah okay that's really helpful yeah I forgot about the fact that it'll tell you what allowance you've still yeah. got to use which is really helpful and do it okay let's get on to the main topic of today then ISAs um, I want to talk about ISAs and I want to talk about investment and how that <coughs> investing in sort of real assets and stocks and shares etc beats inflation but I'll come back to that in a minute. I'm always saying I'll come back to you, Kevin, but I will. Um, Neil, let's just let's quickly talk about how the tax treatment of a pension we've talked about differs and how the tax treatment of an ISA differs to a pension. Yeah. So a pension is quite straightforward. Um, you put money in and you get tax relief back from the government. We automatically um, add 20% into your pension contributions. And then if you're an additional sorry, a higher rate or an additional rate taxpayer, you would claim that back through your self-assessment um, on a yearly basis, as Kevin was alluding to, his record levels uh, this year. So, um, yeah, so that's from a pension point of view. When you do start to take your pension income, depending on how much money you have in your pension, you may pay tax if you go above the personal allowances. Um, and that is a mixture of 25% tax-free cash and the rest is obviously invested, but 75% would be taken as income as well. So that's how the tax uh, treatment of a pension works. If you um, limit it to 40,000 or 100% of your salary, and if you um, invest into an ISA, 
um, you have a £20,000 limit per individual, £9,000 for a junior ISA, um, but when you do take uh, your income or lump sums out of your ISAs, they are generally tax-free. Right, so that's brilliant. A synopsis of that is, with a pension you get tax relief going in, you invest in a tax-free fund while you're in, but when you come out, you may be subject to income taxes as you come out. Correct. Yeah. With an ISA, you don't get any tax relief going in, but you invest again in a tax-free fund, but when you come out, you can take those proceeds tax-free. Correct. And um, just with um, the main difference probably as well from a pension and an ISA, um, as people's estates are growing, houses are growing, people may be into an inheritance tax bracket, a pension is outside of your estate for inheritance tax, so it can't be counted, whereas an ISA would still remain within your estate. Okay. Again, everybody, I would, I would countenance, it's relatively straightforward, but mixing the two together can be really beneficial from a tax perspective to make sure that you're getting you know, t some tax-free income at the other end, yeah. but equally you can use your tax-free cash and pension. And that's why it's really important that you've got both options here at, at True Potential from a, from a client point of view. No, Haley said it might be more straightforward to put £500 in your ISA through the technology and press a button. Okay. The problem there is you may not know the app and you may want to use it, but if you've got larger amounts where tax consideration has to be given and you might have a larger estate or you might want to ask questions or you're just unsure, you've got yeah. the financial advice team that you can, we can, or Haley's team can refer them to and we can uh, book a, a diary appointment and then give you a call. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, another point that I should make out, when you have your tax allowances with pensions you can use carry back i think to catch yeah. up on some previous year's tax yeah. allowances but with an isa you either lose it or you use it correct. you've got to use it in this year and lose it right correct so again everybody if you're thinking about your isa investments for this year or pensions look at your app mm -hmm. if that doesn't satisfy what you need talk to Haley's team they will help triage if you need some advice. They'll pass you on to Neil's team. Go yeah, it's a good point to say that if you don't use your ISA allowance, you will use it. Uh, you will lose it. Um, what a lot of people do is they come up right up to the tax year end and think, "Oh, I'm going to fill it up," and then when April six hits, they fill it up again at the start of mm, at the start idea. of the new financial year. Yeah. That's what a lot of clients do. Good idea. I think everybody, it doesn't cost anything to contact us yeah, and talk absolutely. about these issues. So yeah. please, if you are in any way. Uh, you know, deliberating or a little bit confused, get in touch with us. We'll happily talk you through it and guide you through the processes. I think one thing, um, one thing for us is even if you haven't utilised your allowance and you can only contribute some to fill it up, anything is better than nothing. So if you're sitting there with a £20,000 allowance still on the fifth but could afford to put like £1,000 in or £500, it's worth using it before going into the next Absolutely. tax year. Yeah, good point. Right, on to where we're investing then, Kevin, if I may. Um, with the budget coming up and in the news, we're going to hear a lot about inflation. Mm -hmm. um, and I think certainly when we look at what the OBR are going to talk about, the Chancellor <coughs> will use these forecasts in his budget statement. But he will say, you know, we, we are in a period of higher inflation. Um, can you just give us some context to how investing in, if you put money in the building society or the bank, it's, it's pretty linear. It's simple. In fact, it's simple um, interest, you, you get the rate, but it, it doesn't you know, effectively help. What we're talking about, how assets can help mitigate against your um, the detrimental effect of inflation. Yeah, so the so if we go back here, the challenge last year, obviously, was that there was nowhere to hide. So the only place you would have made money if you were a UK investor was not having your money in the UK and benefiting from the fact that the value of the pound fell. Um, this year is different because we have... Bank of England base rates at 4% now, whereas this time last year they were at 0.5%. Mm. 
and there are going to be substantial declines in inflation, which is encouraging because it should benefit most assets and should keep sterling quite strong. So the focus for the investment team actually is for in, uh, clients and investors in, the, say, the cautious and defensive risk profiles, so who are more um, protective of their uh, capital balances. How do we maximise income now that some yields on, say, government bonds or very, very um, short maturity fixed interest type investments are far more attractive than they were last year and now actually haven't been this attractive for over 15 years. So, for instance, I mean, very crudely, you can get over 4% if you were to buy a six-month UK government bond. Now, you know, well, I know my savings um, bank are only giving me 2% and they're both guaranteed. One is one is um, guaranteed by the FCA, the other is guaranteed by the, um, the uh, UK government. So we are looking to maximise, where appropriate, the income yield for investors across all profiles really where we can and that's because we've not seen these yields on fixed interest type ins investments for 15 years um, and if we make these changes now and make these investments now we're locking in those rates as inflation begins to fall. Now some of this is priced in by the market but if the Bank of England are correct and inflation at 10% today falls to 3% by Christmas you know, that's a real sea change in the inflation outlook for the UK and having uh, income stream in portfolios where you're getting four, five, or six percent from some instruments really does uh, does make would make a difference. So that's what we're looking at um, in this coming round of calls with the TPP investment partners. Okay, again, highlights to me that. It's very turbulent times. It's difficult to navigate. Um, you're all probably very busy doing different jobs. Um, I don't mean us, I mean our clients. Um, so put your trust and put your investments in the hands of the professionals. Uh, and let's make sure that we're utilising your allowances, equally getting the, the guidance you need. But then, I mean, that's really interesting that it, it, the bank are thinking that inflation will be down at 3% by yep. the end of the year. It seems a long way to go from here, but, you know, they've been right before, but they've also been wrong. But yeah, we'll see. On both. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Mm -hmm. But everybody, wait, you know, put your trust in the professionals, as it were, uh, which you can do through True Potential, and you are doing if you're invested in us already. Uh, so top tips from me, start early, make sure you're utilising your allowances. If you need any help, as I say, it is completely free to contact us. So yeah. call in and we can get an opinion, we can give you help, we can guidance, we can we can talk to our investment team. We're here to help whenever you need to do that. Yeah. Anything you want to add on ISIS before I move on? Or I think we've covered everything? No, I think it's um, just we are sending out, as I said before, a lot of reminders to our clients. So, you know, by email, by text. Um, we will be putting a lot of content on the app, yeah. um, which we do, as well as this podcast. Um, so I would encourage clients to, first of all, log on. Yeah. Call Haley's team if we if you have any issues logging on <laughs> and navigating around the site. But also as well, if you, you, know, if you do want financial advice around this time of the year, yeah. please give us a call. We have a lot of advisors working at head office um, and, you know, Haley and her team. So, yeah, give us a call if you've got any idea. But it's a really good point what Haley said before. You know, we talk about maximum allowances all the time, and it's yeah. it's it's probably because you know we're 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 doing this every day, and we're talking about twenty thousand pounds in your eraser. But like Haley said, you know, most people don't put twenty thousand pounds in yeah. the eraser every day. No, I agree. It, whatever you've got, put it in. Yeah. yeah. 
I think also planning for next year as well, setting up direct debits and kind of getting ahead of the ahead of game earlier um, rather than leaving it till last minute. Yeah, uh, it's a really good point because um, a lot of people can't, you know, and we do talk about the cost of living, whether or not it's a it's a thing, and <laughs> but you know, bills are going up potentially in certain areas, and people might be feeling the squeeze. So mm. why not, you know, can you afford to put a lump sum in? Why don't you just treat it like a bill and regular contribute through a direct debit every month? Yeah. And that takes mm. the heat off, you know, mm. putting a lump sum in there. Yeah. And you benefit from pound cost averaging. Pound cost averaging, yeah. yeah cheaper units as we go forward, which yeah. we've talked about in previous podcasts as well. Okay, that's brilliant. Thanks, everybody, for that. I think the least interesting bit now of the podcast is we talk a little bit about what we've got planned for the weekend. There's a very important <laughs> event coming up that I haven't mentioned, okay? And that's not the budget. It's Mother's Day. Now, Mother's Day is in two weeks' time. So uh, if we're out there and you're thinking about if you've got a mum, hopefully you can buy her something. Um, it's a reminder for me to... Uh, I always wonder, though, as a husband, do you have to buy your wife something because it's Mother's Day? Because she's not my mother. No, I don't think you Good. Would. Thank you, Neil. Uh, um, I'm going to be giving my um, mother her Mother's Day present uh, a gift a week early because I'll be on holiday. Very nice. Yeah, so. Is that a gift to her that you're away on Mother's Day? Probably. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Plans for the weekend, Kevin? Anything exciting? Uh, some aggressive acupuncture for a back issue, <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> phase four of a treatment yeah. programme. That's interesting because uh, of all the answers I'd expected, that wasn't one of them. I thought, so. I thought it's surprising. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, when you've got all the pins in, can they put kind of cotton around it and knit a scarf as well while you're there? Mm-hmm. They could because yeah. it's, it's, it's a solid 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, the needles are in there for. So, <laughs> if you can see me tensing up, yeah, it's t- just anticipation of photos, Saturday yeah. at 2 Share them on the. Yeah. <laughs> any, anything happening in your world? Yeah, I've got a 30th and a 40th on Saturday. Have so, you? yeah, just all the same day. Same day yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is it is it alcohol free or will you be drinking? Um, mm, no, I'll probably be having a drink. <laughs> oh, good. That's good. That's really good. And you're going on. away? Not this weekend, but the, the weekend, weekend after, yeah. So okay. I'm going to be delivering a Mother's Day present very early. And, and also, I think I'm going to have a quiet one because if you, um, you realise, obviously, we're in Newcastle, I think everybody had a heavy weekend last weekend with watching the, the final. Yeah. Um, of course, yeah. We don't I want to talk about the results. So, yeah, a, a quiet <laughs> one for me this weekend. Yeah. We've only got Man City to, to beat it at their place, so, you know. It's oh, a shame. Yeah. The mighty Bradford City have got Colchester, so there you have it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cut my lawn because it's been a, quite a mild uh, February and I'm going to cut the lawn, so I'm finding that really exciting. <laughs> right, well, thank you, lady and gentlemen. That's very kind, and, and I think we've Thanks. given some good tips and hints across. So, please, everybody. Remember to like us on social media and, and click. And if you've found anything useful from this podcast, please share it with your friends and, and go online and, and give us a review if you like. Uh, but hopefully that's been helpful and we'll see you next week on the next podcast. Thanks very much. Thank you.